welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Today we are starting our two-part year in review. These episodes will be interviews with people from different departments of the Scranton Public Library to go over the changes that have happened this past year, different programs that have been started, and just general everyday things that have been going on. Hello, we are here with Christina Thomas, who is the head of Circulation. Hi, everybody. Actually, everybody that comes into the library knows me as Tina. What are you currently reading? I am currently reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's perfect for beginning, end of the year, starting the new year, because yes. I'm <laughs> looking for all those little tiny things that you, you know, kind of make things a little bit easier when you start looking at goals and stuff mm-hmm. for next year. So, Especially after such a stressful time period. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are you watching anything new? I'm watching La Brea. What is that? La Brea is about a town in California where a sinkhole opened and a bunch of people fell through the sinkhole and <sighs> came out in mid ice age time or it's oh, not gosh. even ice age time, but yeah. it's, you know, the years pass. It's almost like a time travel kind of thing, but there's a family member that actually uh, happened to have been there when he was younger and then came back through the sinkhole to current time. Oh. And now his family's on the other side, and he's trying to get back there to get them, and he's kind of remembering all the things from when he was a kid when he was in that other other time. It's pretty interesting. That actually sounds very It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> okay, so since you are the head of circulation, what has happened there in the past year? What exciting things have taken place? Ah, we've done a lot of new things um, that we haven't done before, and... Especially with the pandemic, one of the biggest things was how can we get things to patrons that are not comfortable or or even not able to get to the library. So we started a new service called Home Delivery, and we actually mail library materials no matter what they want. Everything that you would get if you came into the library, we would mail it to you. And the only thing you have, it's free too. Mm -hmm. There's no charge for postage. The only thing you have to do is just get your materials back to us by dropping it in a book drop at any of our libraries in Lackawanna County. So that's a really um, new service. It's a couple months old, and and we're seeing it increase, especially now with the winter months. Yes. That's... uh, you know, we're seeing more circulation on it now too. So a lot of people are starting to use it more. So, and that's for anybody in Lackawanna mm-hmm. County that can that has a card with that within yeah. the system that can use the service. Yeah, I didn't even think about cold months and cold winter yes. weather impacts. Yes, especially in our area, since it. Oh yeah. One day it's snowing, one day it's sunny, one day it's icy, and you have no idea. <laughs> it's fifty degrees, and then it's below zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In like twenty-four hours. Yes, yes. And then I also know that one of the recent additions is also the board games, and then video games. Yes, yes. The board games actually we've had that for a little more than a year, and definitely during our colder months, we're seeing that over the summer our they never didn't circulate that much, but the colder months, they're going back out again. So our collection, we have a nice size collection, but right now it doesn't look like we have much because there's they're all out, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, but we have great games. We have you know everything like your classic uh, Monopoly and and um, some more modern like uh, 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 Ticket to Ride, t- Ticket to Ride, yeah, something like that. So <laughs> uh, I'm not good with the the newer board games. I'm a classic a classic uh, board game person, but yeah. but yeah, that's that's a new one. And then the video games. We have uh, the Switch, we have Xbox, PS4, and just actually coming in uh, within the next day or two, 
is a nice big collection of PS5 games. Oh, wow. So we actually are expanding that, and there's a, actually a lot of stuff coming in for all of the different uh, platforms, but mm-hmm. for uh, PS5, that's the newest one we're just adding this week. Yeah, and I feel like it just adds another dimension to it does. what it does. people traditionally think of yeah. libraries as just like books or like come mm-hmm. in and use a computer and printer. Yeah. So definitely. Another yeah. thing that we're also starting, uh, again, this will be within the next week or two puzzles. So you can oh, borrow puzzles okay. and take them home. We got everything from Harry Potter uh, puzzles to just landscapes, any 300 to, you know, a thousand piece mm-hmm. puzzle, you know. To, perfect time of year to take them to borrow them because it the is. winter time it's great and, and we it, can also send those in the home delivery too yeah <laughs> and i feel like it's perfect because for a lot of people with puzzles it's like you build it once and then it just yes kind of sits there then you have this puzzle that you just put in the closet and, and you never do yeah. it again <laughs> so but so it's nice that you can just borrow and and take it out yeah. and bring it back when you're done so and somebody else can use it which yeah. is nice so if people have puzzles at home like i just mentioned where they kind of just build them and then put them to the side can they like donate them as they do with books yes absolutely that and video games if you're looking to you know get some of your video games that have you had for a long time but puzzles definitely since that's a new collection so we have about 50 of them on the way but we're we're looking to to build i know jess that does our de-stress wednesdays has puzzles for her group, yes. and then she's going to give them to us when she's done so that we can circulate those as well. Oh, so, that's fantastic. So, yeah, donations are great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of programming, what has been new this year? What has been revived? How have things changed thanks to the pandemic and all of the sort of precautionary measures mm-hmm. that have taken place in society over the past few weeks? or two years now. two years yeah yeah I can't it's hard to believe it's been two years um we've actually brought back a lot of our older ones so our popular Wednesday, uh, Wednesday movie matinees which is an in-person you come here to the library that one is back in place uh we do have to have limits to the number of people so we uh we have maximums 20 so we can keep 20 have 20 people here and we still maintain you know social distancing mm-hmm. so so that one was always popular and we're slowly bringing back um an evening one and then Every once in a while, we'll throw in a Saturday, Saturday one. So, um, Maker Mondays, which we used to do years ago, so you can kind of say it's new, but it's not too new, is uh, the most recent. We started it over the summer, and that has become a very popular. So we do it once a month. We have mm-hmm. a Maker program. Um, you've done, you've yes. done a Maker program, so you know that it was. Yep. <laughs> it's fun, and they really enjoy that, and it's a nice relaxing, uh, a relaxing time. And Socrates Cafe which is one that we did uh, before the pandemic, before everything went, happened. That one came back, so it's a very small group, and we mm-hmm. kind of make that a nice little intimate. They'll, they will meet in our in the Hinkleman room here at the Albright Library, but if it's a smaller group, we can even put them in our director's office. And they always seem to like, you know, that group always seems to like doing that uh, meeting in that in the director's yeah. office. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice quiet spot. So, yes. and there are their discussions can get you know, kind of... Uh, Intense? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say yes. loud because it, they, they're you're, they're passionate about whatever their topic yes. is. So Yes, because they discuss a more like philosophical topics. Yeah, correct? they get together and they, they actually come up with a list. Um, mm-hmm. They all kind of shoot out some ideas of what they want to talk about and they do that right at the, on the spot and then they'll pick from that list what they're going to talk about so that evening. So so you never know where the topic is yeah. going to what it's going to be, So which is nice. So it sounds like a, ni- it's like a nice way to kind of get you to... Maybe think on your feet a little bit. Get down to your like core basic reactions mm-hmm. to different things. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We have all of our programs. Every they're always on our website, 
and mm-hmm. registrations on our website too. So any programming that comes up, we have uh, De-Stress Wednesday was was a new one. I mentioned mm-hmm. that it, it's uh, I think it's two hours uh, every yeah. Wednesday night here in our Hankelman room here at the Scranton Library that you can just come in and pick a coloring page, work on a puzzle, whatever you want to do, and there's nice music playing. So yeah. that's a and that's a fairly new one. So. Yeah, I know that is kind of winding down for the winter yes, time. Yes, but yeah, there's there's always some great programs, and you know our book sales are are back. Yes, which is which is nice. So, yeah, they always seem to do very well. Yes, yeah, and a lot of people loved that we did them this summer on the on the street. Yeah, outside. you know, on the sidewalk. So it was it was fun. Yeah, I think that also helps bring more people into. Yeah, because people driving by will see it and be yes. like, "What's going on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Especially in the summer, it's like a, you know, a yard sale. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite thing about being down in circulation? Well, I have worked at the library since I was in high school and been in charge of the circulation department for 20 years almost now. But I think the people, the staff, the patrons Mm -hmm. that come in, you know, you just, it's a great, you get great relationships, you know, with, with fellow coworkers and also you know the people that you see once every two weeks or once yeah. a week or sometimes every day. So it's yeah. nice. That's my it's my favorite. You know the people they know us by our first name and we know them by their by their first name. So it's it's yeah. It's, so what is something that you wish people knew about circulation? One of the, the questions we get asked the most: um, How much does it cost to get a library card? It's free. Library cards are free. One of the other things is that not only do we have these great other uh, services like the board games and the videos, but if we don't have it, ask. If it's, um, you know, a book that's not in our collection, if you're seeing a CD that you want, a DVD, anything. If it's not here, we're going to try to get it. We'll get it through interlibrary loan, or, or if it's something that's fairly new, we'll buy it and put it in our library collection so other people can enjoy it too. So, and plus we resource share with two other counties. So we just don't mm-hmm. share with among Lackawanna County. We also share with uh, Cambria and Blair County. So not only are we getting their books, but they're using ours too, and we have access to an even bigger collection. Yeah, I know I've gotten ones that come through through our library alone from mm-hmm. like Pittsburgh and Gettysburg. Yeah. and Sometimes it's fun others. to see where they, what other yeah. libraries, where they're coming from. <laughs> and what other libraries have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then finally, um, do you have any plans for the upcoming year that you know about and can talk about? I was discussing the, uh, that question with another staff member, mm-hmm. and we just we, we figured out we like to ride by the seat of our pants and make decisions, yeah. and then and then kind of go with it. But one thing we do know is we definitely want to keep building these newer collections that we started this year: the board games, the puzzles, mm-hmm. um, and the video games. So we see that, but there's another one that we're really working on, and I was hoping to get it done by this year, but it looks like it's going to be next year, is to have a list that people can be added onto for authors. So if you have a particular author like oh. Philip James Patterson mm-hmm. or John Grisham or any of those um, best-selling authors, you can be added onto the list, and once a new title comes out, we'll automatically put you on hold for it. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, so, so that's something to look forward to in the new year. Um, we wanted to get it done this year, but so we have to push it off until the, the new year, but definitely yeah. something that we're, we're working on for the first quarter of next year. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. Yeah. Because I know, especially with authors like James Harrison or even Nora Roberts where they mm-hmm. have multiple books each year. Yes. It's hard yeah. to keep track. Sometimes. Well James Patterson every month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 one of our bigger things that we know we're definitely doing for the first half mm-hmm. of the year. Plus we want to expand and continue on with more programming and and even look at trying to do more teen programming as well. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Well, thank you for agreeing to be interviewed for this today. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to discuss? But just uh, make sure that you come into the library and and visit us all at the circulation desk. You know, we're always willing to help. And and don't forget, if you can't find it, ask, because we'll definitely be able to try to get it for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And now we're here with Jess Sorrenti, who is the Director of Community Engagement. Hi, Alyssa. For this section, since it's your review, I'm also asking everyone what they are currently reading. Okay, so I am currently reading Christmas in the Alps. I can't remember the name of the author, um, but it's a relatively new book. And I am currently re-watching for the probably fourth or fifth time, Supernatural. It's a good season for comfort shows. Yeah. It's cold out. Yep. <laughs> so in terms of the past year, um, since you're involved with community engagement, mm-hmm. what have been the new opportunities, things that have been revitalized? Yeah, so actually we had the opportunity to join uh, the city of Scranton's pop-up city hall in the spring, summer, and early fall, uh, which was really nice. They did it last year for the first time, and we tagged along, and we did it again this year. It's basically just an opportunity to let people know what's going on. Uh, When we started home delivery, which Tina, I know, could talk about, Mm -hmm. uh, we made sure we had the flyers at the pop-up city hall so that people knew that they could now get their books delivered to their house. Uh, So different things like that and just letting them know that we had the computer classes going on, in-person programs were coming back, you know, we're we're open, we're here. So it was a lot of just letting people know, hey, the library is here to help. And I'm very thankful to uh, the City of Scranton for letting us tag along for that because um, it's a great opportunity for us too. Uh, So we had the, like I said, the City Hall pop-ups. Also in regards to engagement, uh, we had the uh, room reservations, in-person room reservations come back. So those of you who may not be aware, uh, we have a beautiful Henkelman room here at the Albright Memorial Library. It's a pretty decent large space. Of course, during the pandemic, we weren't really allowed to let anyone use it too much. Really, this past spring, summer, it kicked up again. And we always allow nonprofits to come in and use it for free. Um, so we had a lot of nonprofit groups come back. Um, I know there's the mental health awareness yes. group. So, yeah, so thank and you. So NAMI NEPA, they actually do a program here, but they also have meetings here. And they use the Henkelman Room space for a mental health support group that meets twice a month. And, and then different, just different groups that come in and need to use it. Uh, it's really nice because it's a bigger space. We can actually space them out to keep those social distancing guidelines. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where I've, I have so many people that want to use it that it fills up very quickly. So right now, December is pretty much filled and January is getting there. <laughs> so now we're looking into February, March. So if you are interested in using the Hankelman Room, if you know of a charity or a nonprofit that would like to use it, uh, let us know sooner rather than later because it does fill up pretty quickly. We do also rent it out to businesses. Uh, it's a $25 an hour fee, and it, all that money just goes right back into the library. So It's very busy always. Always, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's different proctored exams going mm-hmm. on here. We have a lot of teachers that do cyber school. When they need to come and meet with the students, they need a nice public space for them. And so they usually end up coming uh, a lot for the Hinkleman room as well. Uh, So yeah, so pretty much anyone and everyone has 
been looking for the space. Yeah. So in terms of the Lackawanna County Children's Library, mm-hmm. um, how has their outreach efforts and community engagement gone the past year? So they've been doing a lot. So one of the big things that's been more trendy is having the librarians meet virtually with classrooms through Zoom or other you know software that's out there. So the Children's Library and the Nancy K. Holmes Library they were doing a lot of virtual meet and greets with classrooms and they would do story times and talk to the kids about signing up for a library card. And so it kind of changed the dynamics a little bit. You know, they weren't visiting in person, but the kids could still see the librarians, like we could still see them. Still the in-person classroom visits are not as much. However, what has picked up is the agency collection at the children's library. So the agency collection is basically this program where actually the teachers would reach out to us and say, hey, I would really like a bin of books to be delivered to uh, my classroom. And so we we get a library card signed up for that teacher's classroom. And we, you know, they give us what they're learning about. Maybe it's uh, NASA, you know, and, and space. So we'll get a huge bin of books all about that subject or subjects in a bin sometimes two bins, and the teachers will either pick it up or will have it delivered to their classroom. They keep them for about a month or so, and then they cycle through another one. Okay, okay, we're done with space, and now we're on to geology. Okay, here we go. That has picked up a lot. So agency collection is very popular right now, very busy. So what is currently going on in terms of community engagement? I know we have some merchandise in the works Mm -hmm. and um, different projects like that. Yeah, so for community engagement, uh, marketing kind of goes into that a little bit, right? So we have uh, some merchandise that's going to be on order and in delivery very soon, hoping, you know, before the holidays really hit. Uh, We have new mugs that are coming in, tote bags, uh, different things like that. Uh, The other thing that we started is a loyalty program, so our frequent visitor pass. Uh, Now, this wasn't my idea. It was actually Children's Library that started it, and then we started it over in circulation. And it's really exciting because it's basically a a way to reward those who already visit the library on a frequent basis. And what we do is once they get their card punched five times, they can be entered into win a raffle, and they also get a free swag item from the library. Uh, So that's really fun, and the swag items are always changing. They could could be pens or magnets, tech cloths, different things like that. Uh, And the raffle is usually something bigger. It's about like a value of $50. And you can enter the raffle several times, depending on how many frequent visitor passes uh, you you put in. And I think it does encourage some new people to come along. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, you signed for a card. Well, punch, you know, you already got your first visit. And, And it's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm getting rewarded now, doubly rewarded now for using the yes. library for free. Uh, so that's that's fun. Are the raffle baskets to win? Um, they're typically displayed on the circulation desk, correct? Yes. So the raffle, ba- if, if you come right into the Albright Memorial Library, hang a left to the main floor circulation desk, and you'll see the big, beautiful raffle basket on display and you'll see the raffle ticket jar there. And you can always ask us for more information on the loyalty card program. The little cards themselves are right there for you to pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, they're free, obviously, but yeah. And, and I should also mention that you don't have to necessarily borrow books in order to get your frequent visitor cards stamped just by using the computers or coming up to read the newspaper, anything like that. 
counts as a visit to your library. Yes, we can punch them here at the reference desk or downstairs, whichever you prefer Mm -hmm. and whichever service you're kind of using. And same at the children's library. So are there any plans for next year? So plans for next year, I mean, we're definitely going to expand the merchandise route just because it's one of those things where people have been asking for Mm -hmm. it. They've been asking like, hey, you know, do you have a mug? Do you have a t-shirt? Do you have a baseball hat? And before we were kind of like, well, we used to a long time ago and we haven't done it in a while. So it is one of the things that I've been picking up because the community has been asking for mm-hmm. it. And it, it is like a little mini fundraiser for us because we do get some, some extra funds in that way, uh, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. On my side, I also do fundraising. So I can talk about mini golf 2022. Mm-hmm. Part of my role with community engagement is also to help with fundraising here at the library. So. We have been, for the past two years now, done uh, mini golf in the library. And if you have come, you know what it's about. It's a lot of fun. Yes, you are actually playing mini golf in the library. We set up holes using bookends and books and different things like that to create courses. There is 18 courses between the Albright Memorial Library and the Lackawanna County Children's Library. And we did it this past June in the summer, but typically we actually wanted to start it in the winter because there's really not a lot going on. So uh, next year, 2022, it'll be happening on January 30th. It's a Sunday. January 30th is not the Super Bowl, so don't worry, Super Bowl fans. We know not to mess with that, but it's just a great opportunity to get the kids out and into some fresh air, (laughs) then back into the library to to play some mini golf. we always have some really fun themes going on. So so we're actually looking at a fun medieval fairy tale theme for the reference department. And then what I love about circulation is they always just have a, a literary theme. So last year they created these big, beautiful Harry Potter book replicas that you really need to see in person. They were fantastic. They were, like, they're actually like photo ops, mm-hmm. like photo opportunities. Like, that's how amazing they yeah, are. Yeah, they were life-size. Yeah, like as big giant. as me. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, uh, I'm short. I'm like 4'11", but these things were as big as me. And you actually get to shoot the ball under one of the books. It's, it's a lot of fun. They also created a replica, a mini replica of the bookmobile. And then over in the children's library, they have a dragon. And, and it's all so this. cute. It's so fun. It's so much fun. It really is. And it's one of those things where, yes, you can be a kid again. You know what I mean? If they, for the adults. We have adults that just come to play. I mean, mm-hmm. we make it family friendly, of course, um, because it does benefit children's programs across our libraries here. But we have so many adults that they'll bring in their own like professional golf clubs and balls and they'll be like no 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 like this is serious like we're tracking we're keeping score (laughs) (laughs) which is so much fun and I always have to like check in and be like so who's winning you know yeah and we do have raffles that also happen with mini golf and depending on certain holes when you get hole in ones you may get some free raffle tickets and the raffles are always for again a wide variety of ages and interests from kids to adults Uh, So it's a lot of fun there, and it all comes back into the library fund for children's programs. So very important to note that, too. So I'm very excited to play that. I do love the mini golf. (laughs) And and I have to say kudos to Oosterhout Library in Wilkes-Barre. They are the ones that, to my knowledge, started it up in the northeast Pennsylvania region. And um, when Chris Kelly was there, Scott reached out and said, hey, Chris, do you think we could bring a mini golf up to Lackawanna County? And he said, sure. So what I love about that is they actually allow us to use their equipment. 
So they have their own golf putters and balls mm -hmm. that they actually allow us to use, which is wonderful. I mean, that's so generous. So kudos to the Oosterhout Library if you're listening to this because it wouldn't be possible without you. You helped us in the very beginning get this going and now it's a tradition. And I, I do hear that some other uh, Lackmont County libraries will be picking up mini golf as well as a okay. fundraiser. That's exciting. It is exciting. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't touch upon? Just in general, because I am community mm -hmm. engagement, the amount of support that the library has had just within the pandemic, but especially this past year, it always amazes me how much support comes out for the library. You know, we, we thankfully live in an area where they truly know the value of their library and what it means to them. Mm -hmm. And when you have a community that knows that, it's so much easier to promote the library because they get it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, of course we have residents here that, you know, they support the library, but maybe they never set foot in it and that's okay. But they understand that there is value to this library, even if they themselves don't use it. Mm -hmm. One of the things that is always at center for me too, though, with community engagement is reaching those communities that do not know about us. And the way we do that is working with other nonprofits in our area that do work with these populations so that we talk to them. Making different services more accessible to them that if they can't get to us, you know, as a place, we can still get to them. So that's always at the center and, and, and heart of what I'm wor working on. But uh, I, I have to say the just, the general community support, like I'd go to the pop-ups and they'd pass by the table and I'd just kind of wave and they're like, oh, we already come once a week to you. I'm like, okay, okay, you're good. You know, they, they have the calendar, they've got the... Yes. And of course you're going to reach people who don't, mm -hmm. but it, it's so fun to see those people because they don't even stop by because they're just like, no, oh, we, we got you covered. We know who yeah. you are, you know, and that's always, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, community support means so much. It is. I think across the board with everyone. It's mutually beneficial because the library helps our community. Mm -hmm. But we also need the community to, to continue to grow. And, and it, we need to know what you want. You know, what, what you need, what do you mm -hmm. want. So, so you're always welcome to talk to us. We do have a suggestion comment box now set up at each branch of this Granton Public Library that you can anonymously, if you want to, just write on a slip of paper, hey, I have a program idea or a collection idea, a book that you should add. Uh, or, or if there's concerns, you know, let us know your concerns too. Um, and pop those in, in the suggestion box and we will do our best. You know, we read them every week. We do our best to uh, respond as much as we can. So that's always super important, mm -hmm. again, is that community feedback. Because if we're here to serve you, well, we need to know what you want. Well, thank you for agreeing to be on this. and. And it sounds like we have some exciting things coming up. Thank you for having me. Once again, I would like to thank Tina and Jess for agreeing to be interviewed for this episode of Tales from the Albright. Next week, we will have part two of our year in review. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything at all, feel free to email me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. You can also call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank you. Mm -hmm.